0: Anybody remember what year the first Toy Story came out? Take a guess. Close. 1995. Okay? 1995. Now, to put that in perspective, in 1995, Pastor Kevin was seven years old. (laughs) Playing with little tiny John Deere tractors in the sandbox. Okay? Okay? Yeah, seven years old. But what a perfect theme! For Rally Sunday, you've got a friend uh, in me. So, of course, I sat down to work on the sermon uh, a little bit, and uh, a couple questions came into my head right away. And the first question is this I want to ask you this question How many close friends do you have? (laughs) Yeah, how many close friends? Uh, do you have? I thought that was, a, that was a great question, so of course I googled it. Alright. And It turns out that in 2014 Gallup did a poll where they asked, you know, a sampling of America exactly that question. How many close friends uh, do, you, do you have? And here's the results. The average American will say they have nine close friends, not counting relatives, this is kind of sad. 2% say they have no close friends. I hope you're not on that, that 2%. People 65 and older had the most close friends, 13. So the, I suppose the, old, the longer you're on this earth, the more time you have friend to, more time to find friends, right? Okay, this one I did not understand at all. Men had more close friends than women, 9.3 to 7.9. Ladies, you can explain that to me after the service. And then the last one, Protestants have more close friends than Catholics. Okay? Well, of course, Catholics are all about obeying rules, and we Lutherans are all about what? Love. Okay? Yeah. All right? So, so how many close friends do you have? All right, good question. Second question, though, uh, that kind of c- came into my head was this. How many close friends do you need? Okay, now that's a little different question, isn't it? Okay, so of course I googled that. And and what I found, I found some fascinating research conducted by a British anthropologist back in the 90s, and his name was Dr. Robin Dunbar, okay? And yet, his research is talked about still uh, quite a bit uh, today, all right? And so he asked that question too, how many friends do you need? And here's what his, his research came up with. Based on the size of the human brain's neocortex, the average human can maintain roughly 148 social relationships, or 148 friendships. What do you think of that? Hmm, what do you think about all those people on Facebook that say they've got 1,500 friendships? Or 2,000 friendships. I don't know. Probably not true. 148 friendships is the amount that your brain can handle. Okay, so maybe that says that friendship should be based on something more than seeing a picture of somebody's dog, liking it, clicking on a button, and boom, they're your friend, you know. Okay, so how many friends do you have, you know, and then how many friends do you need? Dunbar, Dunbar's number is what they call it, is 148, okay? All right, kind of like a little sociology thing going on here today, all right? Shall we we keep going? Let's keep going because what Dunbar did was he took those 148 friendships and then he turned them into circles or layers, all right? And these are called Dunbar's layers, okay? Look how I did this. At the center is you, okay? And then the next ring Dunbar calls those vital friendships, okay, and he said ideally the average person wants to have three to five vital friendships, okay, whose names did I put in that vital ring? Yeah, what are are those names from? Friends, okay, and this is kind of, has nothing to do with anything, but I thought oh, that's why that sitcom lasted ten years, okay, because it was all about the six people and their five vital relationships, okay, and we can relate to that that's where we live, okay, and by the way, uh, when did Friends come out, what year? 1994 okay, Pastor Kevin was six years old Still in the sandbox, okay? Um, All right, so how many friends uh, uh, do you you have? You know, uh, maybe not more than 148 when you think about it. How many friends do you need? Dunbar says between three to five vital, you know, best friends forever. Okay, all right. So now another question. The question is this. tell me what do you do when one of your vital friends in that inner circle, what do you do when they walk away from your friendship? What do you do when someone close to you breaks your heart? Have you been there? I'll bet you have. Okay, what do you do when that happens? When you think about it, that's what the movie Toy Story was all about. Okay. If you can remember it 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 really was six-year-old Andy had a BFF okay an action figure named what Woody okay Woody the cowboy when that song plays that Randy Newman song plays you've got a friend in me no not yet (laughs) you can see what's coming though okay all right so when that when that song plays You know, it's all about, you know, Andy and Woody doing everything together. They're, uh, you know, know, every minute of every day spent uh, together. But then Andy has his seventh birthday and he gets a present. And what is the present? Or who is the present? Buzz Lightyear. Everyone say, to infinity and beyond. To infinity and beyond. Very nice. Okay. All right. So what happens when Buzz Lightyear enters the picture? Andy drops Woody like what? Last year's Beanie Baby or Cabbage Patch doll. All right. And and how does Woody react when his vital friend betrays him or dumps him? He is, he's devastated, isn't he? And the movie takes off uh, from there. Okay. So how many friends do you have? You know, maybe it's dangerous to have a lot of friends. Maybe it's not a good idea to have 148 friends. How many vital friends uh, do you have? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's not uh, a good idea either. Too dangerous, too risky, you might get burnt. Maybe you're better, you're better off all by yourself. But hold on there for a second. Don't go crazy now. OK, before you delete your Facebook, you know, your Twitter, and your Instagram account, before you buy some property north of Ely and build a shack and decide to live there all by yourself with your six cats, OK, Maybe, maybe all you need to do is modify Dr. Dunbar's concentric model just a bit. Maybe like this. Oh, what have we there? We've got you in the middle. But we changed that vital ring, didn't we? Okay, that used to have three to five vital friends, close friends. Now there's just one vital friend, and his name, of course, is Jesus Christ. You can still have your 148. Okay, you can have your close friends. We'll call them close friends now, three to five. Okay, that's fine. But that one vital friend, Jesus Christ, he's the one who's closest to your heart. Okay, in fact, he wraps around your heart like a shield or a protective screen. Okay, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if one of your close friends deserts you, you know, walks away from your friendship and breaks your heart. You will always have Jesus there. You will always have one friend who will never let you down. Okay, Will Jesus ever lie to you? No way. What does he say? My word is truth. Okay. Will Jesus ever abandon you? Abandon your friendship? Absolutely not. He says, I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. Okay. You will always have a friend who will be truthful to you. He won't use you. He won't walk away. He will never replace you with someone Else. You can trust him. Okay? One of the children said trust when they talked about their friends. I mean, come on. What is the basis of every friendship? What's the basis of every marriage? What comes first before you fall in love uh, with someone? It's always trust. You can trust Jesus because there's no selfish reasons behind his friendship, he'll never use you. There's nothing in your friendship for Jesus, you know. I mean, when He comes down to this earth to be your friend, there's nothing in it for Jesus. When He opened His eyes for the first time and saw a manger, okay. There's nothing in it for Jesus when the scourge whip attacks His shoulders. There's nothing in it for Jesus when He hangs on the cross and He dies not for His sins but for your sins and for my sins. It's all about that little bracelet uh, the kids are, are wearing now. Nothing in it for Jesus. He is your friend, you know, for life, for eternal life, simply because he loves you. Okay? So I like this. I like this, this, this model. Jesus is your one vital friend. He protects your heart. Okay? Not only from what friends might do, but the friendships that you offer to others, remember the screen is kind of a two-way street, the friendships that, that you offer to others in your life, they also have to go through Jesus. Okay, Your relationship with Jesus will determine what kind of a friend you are. It will. All right, And so you are a faithful friend because Jesus is faithful to you. You learned it from him. Your love, your friendships are sacrificial. Okay, you would give your friend the shirt off your back or, you know, your, the, the sandwich in your lunchbox or the last piece of chocolate. Well, let's not go too far. Uh, you know, but, but you would you'd be there for your friend, okay, uh, when they need you because Jesus was there for you. What does Jesus say? Greater love has no man than this, than he lay down his life for his Friends. And that's what Jesus did for you. And then one other thing, okay, as far as your friendship goes, a Christian friend cares about the spiritual life of their friend. They care about their spiritual future because a Christian friend, you want your friendship, I want to see Fred someday, not just here. Okay, I'm glad you're here, Fred. Okay, but I want to see Fred someday where? Up in heaven, okay? I'm going to tell you a story about that, all right? Then I'll wrap things up, okay? Here's my story. So I'm going to go way back. This is some of my first memories, all right? And um, I had a best friend when I was in second grade. He was in first grade. His name was Mark Abresh. okay? Mark Abresh. So my, my family, we lived on the same block. His dad was the principal of the parochial school. My dad was the pastor. So I lived in the parsonage, he lived in the teacher' edge, and then between us, we had this this huge backyard. Okay, the church used to have ice cream socials there, and so that was my my so my earliest memories, just running amok with Mark, and we'd run. We, there was a plum tree there. We'd build forts in it. We had a little like cigar box. We put all our treasures in there and buried it under the plum tree. Then we'd dig it up and take a nickel and go down to Ben Franklin and buy candy. You know, you know those those kind of memories. So. Uh, that, yeah, Mark Aubersh was my, my best friend. Then, then his dad, the principal, took a call. They moved to Reedland, Iowa. You know where Reedland is? You don't? Wow. It was pretty small. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> they were gone, and I never saw Mark again until my sophomore year in college. Alright, it was uh, Concordia College, Seward, Nebraska, first week of school, choir practice. You know, I crawl up into the choir area, I'm sitting in the bass section, uh, waiting for the director to, to start things. In comes this kid, this dumb freshman, you know, and uh, kind of makes his way, sits next to me. I look at him, he look at me, he looks at me we both just start laughing, okay, Mark, Tim, I can't believe it's you, we're we're like just falling about the place, the director has given me one of those Ludwig, not again, you know, one of those kind of looks, and we just, we just went crazy, okay, that's what heaven will be like, all right, you think heaven's going to be this quiet place where you repose on your cloud and think deep thoughts? No! There's going to be all these reunions going on, okay? Another batch comes through the pearly gates. It's reunion time, okay? Patty, how's it going? Good to see you, you know? Let's hug it out, okay? You know, that's what heaven's going to be like, okay? Now, I'll tell you what. Some of you are here today because a friend from Peace in Christ asked you to come to church. You know why they did that? not because they thought you were bored on this Sunday morning, not because they wanted to make sure you got lunch, and you will get lunch, okay? But they care about you. They care about your spiritual future. They want to know that you know Jesus and he knows you because they want to have that reunion with you in heaven someday. Isn't that great? So, how many friends do you have? I hope you have the 148. You know, how many close friends do you have? I hope you have between three to five close friends. You know, life is better uh, with friends. But I absolutely pray that you have one vital friend who wraps himself always around your heart, and his name is Jesus. You've got a friend in him. Amen.